Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Hey guys, welcome to this next episode. And before we dive in, I just wanted to give a shout out to my estrogen dominance workshop. It's going to be held on Thursday, January 12th at noon. If you are unable to attend live, there will absolutely be a recording available. But this workshop is all about helping women who think they are suffering from estrogen dominance. And you absolutely do not need a test to tell you this. I really do think symptoms can tell you a lot. And I think some of the main ones, let me know if this resonates with you, are that you dread that time of the month as far as getting your period, like the week leading up to your period is just miserable. You have PMS symptoms, you're irritable, you have low energy, you're not motivated, you're suffering from sore breasts, from headaches, from bloating, from acne. Um, And then you get to your period and it is like an event that is just the worst and to the fact where you feel terrible, you have really bad cramps, you have super heavy bleeding, your period lasts seven, eight days, nine days, and it's honestly just the worst time of month. So I think any women who are really struggling with major period problems, this would be a workshop that you might be interested in. I think also women who are struggling with weight gain or weight loss resistance um, could benefit from this as well. I think some of the other symptoms to mention are issues with sleep, um, anxiety, um, thyroid could definitely be roped into here, blood sugar issues, decreased sex drive, endometriosis, fibroids. um, A lot of those conditions are also connected to excess estrogen. So if any of this resonates with you, definitely check out this workshop. I'll put the link in the show notes here, but this is really for anybody who just wants to get to the bottom of what's going on with their hormones. They're really not sure where to start. They're not really sure if they want to invest in testing or maybe they just don't have access to it, Um, but they do think that they want to start taking the first steps as far as balancing their hormones in a natural way. So the workshop will be focused on diet and lifestyle, maybe a little bit of supplementation in there, but I'm really just going to help you work through it. And I'm going to leave time at the end of the workshop for question and answer. So if you do have specific questions about your own situation, you'll be able to ask them and I'll stay on the call as long as you guys need me there. Um, But anyways, if you're somebody that's really struggling with estrogen dominance, um, it really could happen at any point in your life. It could happen in your 20s, in your 30s, in your 40s, maybe even in your 50s. Um, But if you've ever been on hormonal birth control, this would be a great option for you, an IUD. Um, You're going through perimetopause, you're in menopause. There's so many women that I think could benefit from this workshop. Um, So I'm going to stop rambling. I'll include the link in the show notes. You can check it out, sign up. Um, I'm offering it at $97. So I do think this is a steal of a price because you are going to get so much information, so many resources, and then obviously you'll have access to me and I'm more than happy to help you out and point you in the right direction to help you figure out what's going on with your hormones so you can feel your best. 
All right, guys, that's all I have. I hope you enjoyed this episode and happy holidays. In this video, I'm going to talk about what to eat for anxiety. And of course, there is no one food that is going to cure your anxiety. Anxiety is definitely not a one size fits all, but what we consume is very important to our overall health and choosing nutritious foods can definitely help as far as how we feel and better dealing with our anxiety. Hello, I am Tina Hopper. Welcome to my channel. I am the woman behind the Carrots and Cake brand and Carrots and Cake is all about having your carrots and cake too. So living that healthy lifestyle, eating nutritious food, doing your workouts, but also having a lot of fun in the process. And on my channel, you are going to hear me talk about fat loss, hormone balance, metabolism, minerals, strength training, and so much more. In this video today, I am going to talk about what to eat for anxiety. And anxiety is definitely not a one size fits all cure. There's not one food that is going to cure your anxiety, but we all know what we consume is really important as far as our overall health and choosing the right foods and nutritious foods can definitely help us feel better when it comes to anxiety. So when it comes to what to eat, I have five main categories of foods and types of foods to add to your daily routine or at least your weekly grocery shopping list. So when I'm going through this, feel free to take some notes. I also have an awesome freebie that I'm going to tell you about. I have a hormonal health meal plan that will get you going as far as having that awesome grocery list and a meal plan to follow and help you as far as balancing hormones, feeling better, weight loss. It's totally free. So I will be sure to link that for you. But as far as what to eat when it comes to foods that can help support your body, and help you as far as dealing with that anxiety. I basically have five main areas that I want to talk about or five types of foods to include. The first is magnesium rich foods. Magnesium is needed for thousands of processes in the body. If you go down a rabbit hole on magnesium, you'll see just how important it is. It's actually one of our macro minerals, meaning it is one of the most abundant minerals in our body. It makes up or it's part of 80 to 90% of our minerals in our body. Additionally, there's calcium, potassium, sodium. I could go on and on about minerals. I really do love them, but magnesium is definitely an important one. And it's one of the first that we lose when our bodies are stressed. So if you're somebody that's feeling a little bit stressed, you got this anxiety going on, maybe you have some sleep issues going on, magnesium can be really helpful. Of course, you can supplement with it, you know, taking magnesium glycinate, citrate, there's a million different types of magnesium out there. Might be a future video, but magnesium is really calming on the body and some foods that are rich in magnesium are pumpkin seeds, avocados, hemp seeds, any seeds in general, dark chocolate, almonds, cashews, Swiss chard, collards, spinach. I mean, all super healthy, nutritious foods, but they're really high in magnesium. And what I tell my clients, especially the ones that deal with magnesium is Every single week, add some of these foods to your grocery shopping list and make sure you are consuming them throughout the day. And if you decide to supplement, I do have an online dispensary. I'll be sure to link to that too, where you can get discounted supplements. Having some magnesium later in the day before bed can help you sleep. So big fan of magnesium, 
talk about it all the time. And like I said, it's one of the first electrolytes to be lost when our bodies are stressed. So I'd say most of us are deficient in it. And if you're deficient in it, you might feel that anxiety. So be sure to add these foods to your grocery shopping list. And if you decide to supplement, add some in throughout the day, and then you could even add it later in the day to help with sleep. I've heard different recommendations. I always tell my clients to start out slow, slow and low when it comes to supplementation, but you can do as much as five times your body weight. So for some of our clients, they're taking 500 milligrams, 600 milligrams. Of course, talk to your doctor. And of course, don't jump into supplementation like that. Start slow, start with hundred milligrams, see how you do. And you can always work your way up to get more of an effect, but magnesium at the top of the list, be sure you're getting enough. The next category of foods I want to talk about that can help with anxiety is protein. I know we hear about protein all the time. Protein's good for so, so many things as far as building muscle, maintaining muscle, repairing muscle, all the things related to body composition. Of course, it's good for feeling satisfied, helping you balance your blood sugar. And there's also these amazing amino acids in protein that are really helpful as far as our brain health goes, our neurotransmitters, and helping us feel good as far as that anxiety front. And there's actually studies out there linked with low consumption of protein and depression. So there's definitely something going on there. So if you're somebody that really struggles with anxiety, look at your protein intake. Are you eating enough throughout the day? And this is a very general recommendation, but a lot of people do well with 0.8 to one times their body weight. And of course, this depends on the individual. If you're not currently consuming a lot of protein, don't feel like you need to go from consuming, you know, 50 or 60 grams to 150 grams overnight. You can do it slowly, slowly add in a little bit more protein every single day, every single week, um, and see how you feel. I think a lot of people, when they add that protein, it helps balance their blood sugar. They feel more satisfied. Their cravings are better. And I think a lot of that does translate to how you feel every day emotionally anxiety wise so that's a little thing that you can do and of course like the best sources of protein depends on the person i'm a big fan of meat and fish and seafood i just think meat is really nutritious as far as the minerals in there and the vitamins and all the good things that we need in there so don't be afraid of red meat and fish and all that i think it's really really good but other sources eggs dairy, beans, lentils. You could go down the protein powder route. I think that's a really easy way to get in protein, um, but make sure you're eating enough. And what I tell our clients is, is have a protein target for each of your meals. So at the end of the day, you're not looking at what you ate and thinking, oh my gosh, I haven't eaten protein all day and need to you know, get in 60 grams at dinner or more, but breaking it up throughout the day. So personally, my goal is I try to have at least 100 grams of protein per day. I try to aim for 125, that would be ideal, but I don't always get there. But basically each meal I am aiming for anywhere from 25 to 30 grams or more per meal. And basically I divide that throughout the day. So I take that goal of hundred, 125 grams, and I'm having 25 to 30 grams four or five times throughout the day with my meals, my sat snacks, and really prioritizing that. But I can tell you personally, when I started eating more protein, a lot of things changed for me as far as my body composition, my mood, my energy, my metabolism, my blood sugar. So this is really... <laughs> 
<laughs> really my push for eating more protein. I just think it can help in so many ways. And like I said, all those amazing amino acids run those neurotransmitters and it's just so important for our overall mood, anxiety, and our health. The next category of foods I like to call progesterone boosting foods. So if you've watched any of my previous videos about hormones, I talk about how low progesterone can lead to sleep issues 100%. It can also lead to anxiety. And I see this in our clients again and again, especially in the ones that are in their late 30s, early 40s where the progesterone is really starting to slow down. Um, they definitely feel that anxiety. They're waking up in the middle of the night, you know, heart racing, wide awake. And yeah, that anxiety comes and goes throughout the month with their hormonal cycle and, you know, high times and low times of progesterone. So there are certain foods that can kind of boost that progesterone. We definitely need glucose to support that progesterone. So not under eating in that second half of your cycle, making sure you're eating a lot of those starchy carbs, fruits and roots, as I like to say. So all sorts of fruit, citrus fruit, tropical fruit, root vegetables, potatoes, turnips, carrots, sweet potatoes, all of those are good as well as beans and squashes and pumpkin. Um, there's so many foods in that family or those types of foods that have the fiber and they're really slow digesting and they can support your overall progesterone levels. So again, when you're going to the grocery store, add a few of those to your list every week and make sure you're getting them in. And then of course, I have to talk about the gut-brain access. Our brains, our guts, very much connected. If there is something going on with your gut, it can 100% affect how you feel as far as your mood and anxiety. So some foods that really support the gut are prebiotic foods and probiotic foods. So prebiotic foods. Um, some of my favorites are garlic, onion. I'm a big fan of garlic and onion. <laughs> um, leeks, asparagus, bananas, um, different greens, chickpeas, lots of good prebiotic foods. But again, making sure you're adding those into your diet every single week in some capacity. And then probiotic foods. Again, we've been hearing about probiotics. You know, if you decide to supplement, sure, that can help. I'm on the fence about supplementing probiotics because sometimes people do really well with them and they help and they help with GI issues and all that. And other times people add them and they do nothing. And I feel like it's a waste of money. So really depends on the person. But as far as using probiotics in your food choices, I think that can be really, really helpful. I do think our bodies process food and nutrition differently than a supplement. So some of my favorite sources of probiotics are obviously whole food dairy, good sources of dairy, organic dairy, yogurt, buttermilk, cottage cheese, kefir, cheeses in general, who doesn't love cheese, sourdough bread, kimchi, kombucha if you wanna go that route, but definitely check out the label on your kombucha. I've been seeing some weird stuff in kombucha as far as sugars and fake sugars and just read your labels on your, on your kombucha. But so many good foods in that family. So again, 
hopefully you're taking notes here um, to make your grocery shopping list, but adding a few of these to your grocery shopping list every single week can support the gut and um, support that gut brain axis and hopefully help as far as GI issues go and helping you feel better as far as any sort of anxiety goes. And finally, the last thing I want to recommend is the adrenal cocktail. And if you haven't heard about this magical drink, <laughs> it's not magical. It's nothing. I don't want to say it's anything special, but it can definitely make you feel better. And so the adrenal cocktail is really a way to replenish vitamin C and lost electrolytes. So like I mentioned in the beginning, we have these macro minerals that make up 80 to 90% of the minerals in our body. And they're also electrolytes. So when our bodies are stressed out, those are the first minerals that our bodies lose. And there are some people out there that think, you know, losing these minerals leads to all sorts of chronic issues, especially hormonal imbalance, because the minerals run the enzymes that run the hormones. So if there's any sort of hormonal imbalance, you can always backtrack it to those minerals. And I think anxiety and mood issues can go hand in hand with that. If there's something going on with your electrolytes or you have a major mineral imbalance, you might not feel your best. And minerals are literally our spark plugs. Like if you don't have enough of these electrolytes, your cells, and your tissues and organs in your body, they don't have that spark to properly work. They don't work how they should. Your body can't heal. So it's really, really important to make sure you are replenishing these every single day. And if you think about how we live our lives, a lot of us are under this chronic daily stress every single day. We are running around like lunatics. You add some exercise and sweating on top of that, you need to replenish these minerals. So the adrenal cocktail is a really good way to replenish those minerals. The basic recipe is four ounces of orange juice, four ounces of coconut water. And again, read the label on your coconut water. There's some weird stuff in your coconut water. It should just be organic coconut water. Shouldn't be sugar, ascorbic acid, all the weird stuff that they add to it. Just straight up coconut water. A little bit of salt. And that's pretty much it. It's, it's not anything crazy, but it's loaded with potassium, sodium, and vitamin C. Our bodies also lose vitamin C when we are stressed out. So it's a good way to get them in. But big fan of the adrenal cocktail. I drink one pretty much every day. You could also substitute in coconut milk if you prefer more of a creamy version of it. And you can also try other juices. You don't have to use orange juice all the time. Um, sometimes I'll use pomegranate granite juice. You can use cranberry juice. If you don't like coconut, you can use cream of tartare. It's also really high in potassium, but yeah, it's a great way to replenish those electrolytes and give you your spark back. And of course, if you are dragging ass every day, super fatigued, you have low energy, low mood, some anxiety mixed, mixed into there, um, adding an electrolyte drink can just help you feel better. So it's one of those things try it out, see how you feel, do it a few days in a row and see if it gives you that natural pick-me-up. I personally like the pick-me-up feeling from it a lot better than caffeine. I feel like caffeine can make you like a little jittery and even more anxious. And I feel like with the adrenal cocktail, it's a lot more chill as far as that pick-me-up goes. So try it in the morning. You can try it in the afternoon, whenever you feel like you need a little pick-me-up. But 
Big fan of the adrenal cocktail, recommend it to all my clients, and I personally drink it every single day. Okay, I hope you found this video helpful. I hope you found these food recommendations helpful, and I hope you add them to your grocery shopping list and start incorporating them into your diet. If you need a little more help, especially with your hormonal imbalance, I do think hormones and anxiety go hand in hand. I have an awesome freebie for you. It's my hormonal health meal plan. Like I said, totally free. It's a meal plan to support your cycle in the follicular and the luteal phase, what foods to eat in both halves of your cycle um, to really optimize your hormones and your mood and your anxiety. Um, there are grocery shopping lists, whole food recipes. And like I said, it's totally free. So link below to sign up, download it. I really think you're going to like it. So be sure to check it out. If you enjoyed this video, I would love for you to take a second to like it, share it with your friends, and subscribe. You don't want to miss future videos about hormones and minerals and metabolism and all the things I love to talk about.